Hello and welcome to Off the Arrow Shelf Podcasts. I'm Rob, the author of OffTheArrowShelf.com and host for these podcasts. If you're a new listener, then hi, thanks for dropping by. I'm glad that you managed to find us. If you're returning, then many thanks for returning for another episode. Off the Arrow Shelf is aimed at promoting the hobby of field archery in the UK. Welcome to episode 13. Wow, we're teenagers. Didn't think I'd get to 13 somehow. I've been struggling a bit this week and the last few days. Anyway, thank you for coming back. Thank you to you listeners. Um, For those of you who heard episode 12, and uh, I just want to give you an update. The last podcast I was saying that we've been going through a bit of a rough time here with um, COVID-19 scares and all of us feeling unwell and having to go for COVID tests. Well, the results all came back and they were all negative and looked like we just had some kind of virus. But the whole experience was very stressful, incredibly tiring. And if you've seen the BBC News or news reports recently, you'll see how there are test centres and people wanting to get to test centres that have been sent hundreds of miles at times out of the way. And I think that was one of the most stressful elements was trying to get tests for all of us and get them all back. But we got the all clear and uh, we are, I won't say fighting fit, but we're getting back to normal. So that's a positive thing. We're here. Um, I've been listening to quite a few podcasts in the last few months and there's been some really good ones some great ones that I'm going to suggest people listen to Um, you guys will know that uh, I listen to The Push and uh, Knock On and also there are other podcasts I've highlighted and one that um, actually geek outdoors put me on to was high power archery which is another one i've been listening to along with off center archery so if you get some time pop over do google search for those guys and it's uh, well worth listening to some of them i'm going to actually pinch an idea from one of them and that's uh, the guys at high power archery and i really wish i'd made a name note of his name it's gone straight out of my head too Never mind. Anyway, um, High Power Archery's got a segment in their podcast, which is quite cool. Um, They've got a segment in it which says, Don't Be That Guy, where they kind of identify traits that are not necessarily positive for others um, to listen to. So, don't be that guy in the range, or don't be that guy. Um, It was really interesting, because the archer in question is a coach, and he was talking about he was on the range coaching one of his young students and there was a guy that came up and obviously must have been slightly intimidated by the fact that this uh, young student this young archer was shooting at i think they said about 15 20 yards so they had to put out their um their target their uh, target face out at 30 yards because it wouldn't be right for an adult to be shooting the same distance as a junior 
and all the way through the different podcasts he's got, and I've listened to a few of them, he's got this um, Don't Be That Guy, and I think it's a really nice idea. And what I'm thinking of doing is I'm going to put in a kind of a top tip or a, a, a tip at the end of each of these podcasts for you to listen out for. Um, but I like that, and I just wanted to do um, a call out to... I really what is his name. It's going to bug me now. I'm going to have to look it up whilst, so you'll hear lots of clicking in the background. Um, I'm sorry for that. Um, but yeah, it's... Uh, I power Archie. Have a listen to him. And the other thing he mentioned, um, being a coach, is really... It struck a chord with me. Um, I've been quite fortunate. I have some very good coaches, but I know some people who have really struggled with coaching. And uh, sometimes you don't gel. Um, Angel Gassier, Gassier, that's it. Thank you. Just did a quick search for him. Um, thing to bear in mind that you may not get on with your coach. You might find that you hit it off straight away and everything works really well. And uh, sorry, this is the, the kind of the top tip. Um, it's not, there's nothing wrong in finding that you, the, the coach isn't working for you or with you. And the thing to bear in mind, and I've seen this a lot, there are some coaches out there that are more instructors, instruct, instructors, sorry, than um, coaches. They'll, they'll tell you what to do and you've got to use that, that, that routine, that process. And uh, there are others who are really good coaches that will provide you with suggestions, they'll provide you with guidance, they'll provide you with instructions, but they'll modify it. They'll And they'll provide you with two or three different options of doing something because they've realized that at the end of the day, you're making the shot, you're doing the draw cycle, that coach isn't going to be there for you their, your entire life as an archer. So if you imagine it, you've got that kind of instructional level, you've got that good coach level, and there's some really, really good coaches out there that will just help you develop, and it's far more of a a self-development process in coaching. And one of the things that Angel, Angel, I've got his name wrong. I'm really sorry, guys. I'm really sorry. Been a long week, been a tough week, and I am shattered still. Um, but it, what I was saying was, there's there's some really good coaches out there. There are some coaches that are more pure instructors, and there are some really exceptional coaches out there that will help you build and develop. And there is nothing wrong turning around and saying, "Look, it's not working for me." Um, and maybe looking for a different coach. Um, go from personal recommendations. Do a search. Check their credentials. Um, there is on the National Field Archery Society a listing of all NFAS, NFAS, sorry, um, National Field Archery Society in the UK. There's a list there of all registered coaches, and I think there's also a list there of all coach trainers. Coach trainers being the people who train the coaches. Um, I think Archery GB and various other organisations do the same thing. Um, find find somebody who's had some good rep, um, experiences from a coach. Speak to them. Go online. Have a chat to your mates. 
there are some, as I said, I'm a reasonable coach, though I know my limitations when it comes to certain types of bows and not. I can teach you how to shoot um, traditional bows, but I struggle a bit when it comes to compounds, especially with setups, which is why I've been spending some time also learning about crossbows recently, because we've had uh, some interesting crossbows. So anyway, going back to what we're saying regarding tips and advice, um, check out the coaches, see what's out there. Now, talking about coaching, I have been able to do some coaching recently and I'm going to be talking about the experiences of coaching one person and I'm going to use it as an example of the, the Archer's Triangle and how that can play a part. Um, the archer in question, I'm not going to give any names over, they're a really good archer, they've been shooting for a couple of years, they're quite competent, but the problem they've encountered is largely based to the COVID-19 crisis, insofar as they haven't been able to go out, they haven't been able to be shooting as often as they would like, or as frequently as like, and the duration. So their, their strength, their, 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 their muscle tone has dropped somewhat, and they've been struggling a bit. And they're normally shooting quite a, a heavy poundish bow and around about 45, 50 pounds. And they came to, to me because of the fact that I know them and they just wanted to know what they were doing wrong. And one of the things I did was I, I got them, that they brought their bows. They've got a lovely um, couple of bows, one of uh, I think it's around 45, 48 pounds, and another one around about 36, 38 pounds. And I did a draw check on them to measure their draw length, and there's an inch difference between the two bows, and they're exactly the same build, they've just got different uh, limb setups. And what it is, is basically they've, they've lost muscle mass, they're, they're, they're struggling to pull the heavier poundage bow. And I've said that to them. So we did some time, we did some work with a lighter poundage bow. And I think that has, that really helped. The, the One of the things that I'm going to be picking up on in a moment is about the, the Archer Triangle and the impacts of that. But one of the things that came out was that if you have had to take a break from archery, there is nothing wrong with go into a lighter poundage bow. Um, I've not shot my competition bows for a few months and when I've been coaching recently I've just been picking up a little 30 pound flat bow I've got. It's 30, 32 pounds. Um, and that's been fine and that's kept my muscle tone so I know I can go back to my 45 without too much of a problem. But other people will struggle. And this is what I'm saying. If you remember when I talked about the archer's triangle I was talking about the fact that there's there's the archer on one side, there's the bow, and there's the arrow set up on the other two sides. So if we look at the archer in question, it came for some coaching. The bow is a good bow, but the poundage is too heavy, so that's an element of the archer's triangle. The archer, though, they've been struggling with the physical aspect, the physical draw dynamic, because they've not been shooting. They've lost that muscle mass and they're struggling and they're beating themselves up when they went to the lighter poundage bow because even though their draw dynamic was good there, their shot was perfect, their body alignment came together, the arrows weren't, were dropping short 
when she was aiming the same distance. And they were beating themselves up over this. And it's the mental aspect that I've spoken about so many times before. They're doing so many things that are right, but they're focusing on the negativity. Now, I got them shooting at 10 yards and I walked them back to 30, 35 yards. I got them shooting 3Ds and I got them shooting paper faces. And the arrows that were falling short, I got them to leave in the ground. And I, and I drew a line along that arrow line towards the target. And I said, look, that's the line of your arrow. That's the line of the shot that you took. Yes, your arrow's dropping just short of the target. But the 3D target was only 8 inches. It's a, it's a bedded doe deer. Um, it's an 11's um, bedded doe. It's a really nice target. Um, but it's the, the scoring is probably only about six inches, the whole scoring area of it, that's about 15 centimeters. And when he's shooting at that at about 30, 35 yards, very easy to either drop low into the base or to misjudge it and skim the top. But the archer was so focused on the goal of hitting the target, they weren't seeing all the other things they were doing well. Um, that's something that you, you need to think about, especially when you're now being to come out of um, the COVID-19 clubs are opening up. I said in the last podcast the fact that there's more NFAS clubs that are now up and running and uh, there's more shoots that are coming on the line. Okay, it's not the same level as we were previously, but there are shoots coming up. So we need to be aware of the fact that you will be trying to get your eye back into things. So... Based on that and remembering all of those factors, it's really important that you give some time to, and to be kind to yourself. Think about how you describe it. I picked them up because the fact they, they I, I won't use the word they use, but uh, when an arrow fell short, they went, I'll just imagine bleep, bleep, bleep. And I said, why did you say that? I says, well, I'm being a bleep. And I went, well, if you talk to yourself like that, then you're going to beat yourself up. Beating yourself up over what is actually a good shot that just fell short. That's wrong. That's just going to get you into a mindset, a really negative mindset. Sometimes we will do things, maybe in the wrong order. And certainly after we've had a break, we will do things that aren't quite right. And you need to cut yourself some slack. And bearing that in mind, um, one of the things that I remember, or definition of insanity is repeating the same task again and again, expecting a different outcome. If something's not working for you, then maybe you need to look at why it's not working and why, and maybe you need to change. And this was one of the things that we did um, with this archer in question. We, we changed the bow, we went for the lighter bow, we changed how they were well, they're holding the bow because they'd, they'd been playing around with grip thinking that would help and so we, we changed that a bit and how they were holding it and there were lots of things that came back together and we just kind of re- did a bit of a refresher on, on steps of our, our shot sequence because quite often we will get things right but sometimes after a break we'll get things in, in the wrong order. And I, I was thinking about this after the session. And uh, if you're of a certain age and you got brought up in the UK, you'll remember a, a comedy duo that was called Morecambe and Wise. They were very, very classic, really well-known um, 
double act, and their their Mocker and Wise Christmas specials were uh, were legendary. They they'd have actors, they'd they'd have TV presenters lining up, and this this was back in the sixties and seventies and early eighties. And if you ever get a chance, do a do a YouTube search on the the uh, Mocker and Wise Christmas shows because they did so many fantastically clever and well-timed sketches. Uh, I, I'm smiling now thinking about it. Uh, and uh, uh, do a Mocker and Wise um, search on Google for a Mocker and Wise um, kitchen or breakfast set. That, that That's a brilliant one for timing. But there's another one that they did um, and it went down as a classic sketch with um, I think I'm saying it right, Andrew Previn and Andre Previn, who's a um, conductor of big bands, and in it um, there there was a, a he was a special guest, and they were running a routine with them, and uh, one I was thinking was Eric uh, Morecambe, who was the the comedian of the two, um, was playing the piano, and he was playing the piano in the orchestra, and the, the conductor kept coming over saying, look. You're, you're um you're doing things wrong, and there's a there's a brilliant line in there which um, it makes me think about archery in, in some ways. Demonstrates some brilliant timing because the comment was um or rather the phrase that was used was when uh, Andrew Previn says to him, "You're playing all the wrong notes." Eric replies with a complete straight face and says I'm playing all the right notes but not necessarily in the right order I'll give you that now that's that was just brilliant because it just it just cracks it up because if you think about it where archery is concerned there's quite often that we will do things and we will necessarily we will play all the right notes We'll do all the things right, but we won't necessarily do them in the right order, and that will result in a a not so successful shot. Because a bit like music, archery and our shot sequence is a chain of events that will hopefully result in a successful shot. But sometimes we can be off key. Sometimes we can hit that bum note, that that bad note. And it's certainly something to suddenly think, yeah, okay, maybe things haven't gone quite right. And uh, I think you're right. Uh, uh, that's something that I was trying to emphasise to this this young uh, this young archer that was with me and I was having the coaching with, is that sometimes you will do things that are right, but because you're doing them not necessarily in the right order. The results won't be what you want. So I'll leave that with you. Go go have a look. Look at Morecambe and Wise and, and look at that. And on Andre Previn, Andre Previn, that's the that's his name. Andre Previn. Uh, and look at some of the other Morecambe and Wise ones because they've got brilliant timing. But think about that. Sometimes, yes, we we will play all the right notes. We will do everything right. But the outcome may not be what we wanted because we haven't necessarily got them got them in the right order you know how many times have you got into a, into the car and um, gone to start the car and suddenly it's lurched forward because you've left it in gear I'm, I'm 
terrible for that because I always park my my cars when I, I'm driving them in gear every time and that's because I, I, I grew up in uh, North Wales and it's quite a hilly area and you learn very quickly not to rely on your handbrakes so you'd always park your car in gear um, the downside of that was my my, um, my wife uh, one time got in the car and started the engine and, and I start the, the car always with clutch down and uh, she didn't and uh, there was an almighty bang as the car lurched forward into the garage door it was entirely my fault I'm not blaming her I, it is just something I do but it's one of those things that you you have to think about when it comes to coaching you have to sort of uh, and, and with archery you, you have to, to think that um, to look at that archer and what they're doing and working out what order of things that they do and this goes back to what we're saying about the fact that some people will be very much instructional based coaches where they will tell you this is the order you've got to do things and others will give you a variety of different orders yes okay there are certain processes that have to be done for example you have to put the arrow on the string before you draw back but some people will load their bow and then they'll get their feet positions comfortable because they that is their shot sequence that's their order other people myself included will get comfortable long before i'll load the bow and the aspect is that you've got to identify what your sequence is you've got to identify what that is and you've got to remember the fact that if you haven't been shooting for a while you will forget things your brain's a very strange um, thing because it will try and take shortcuts and sometimes when you've had a break for something you will you find you'll find that your brain will take shortcuts and you'll forget things or you'll you'll do things that are not quite in the right order and it's because basically your brain's trying to speed the process up um, and that's why you just need to take a little bit of time and think about things and this is why I was saying about coaching earlier is the fact that you want to find a coach that will going to give you that support and they'll give you those instructions when needed as to what needs to be done but they'll give you the ability and they'll give you suggestions and they'll give you the opportunity to guide yourself and develop your own style your own uh, process it's one of the reasons why I'm not a big fan of like um, regimented um, processes of you have to do things this way you have to go like that sometimes people will come to it from a different route or a different angle and as I said there are key elements that have to be done in a certain order but there are elements that need to be personalized to you and you need to remember that you need to be kind to yourself as well the person who is coaching you also needs to be kind because they have to understand that maybe you're approaching this from this order because you've watched something on YouTube and you've given it a go and you think it's working and it might be working initially but then you see it it, it fades and, it, and other things come in and it doesn't quite work or you might have had a, a break from archery you might have swapped bows and you're not necessarily drawing as well as you were you're not necessarily shooting as well as you were and that coach that coach needs to give you that support and that help 
so as I said before, you know, just be kind to yourself. Think about the fact that archery is a physical activity and it is a mental activity. It takes the muscles in your body and the muscles in your brain and the synapses in your brain time to trigger and time to get back to running speed. And it may result in you playing the bum notes because you're out of sequence slightly. But you'll get there. You'll get there. So at that point, I'm, I'm going to call it a day. I'm going to keep this brief because it's been um, a pretty full-on week at work. I'm tired and uh, it's been pretty stressful with our own health and stuff. I hope everybody that's listening to this is well and is safe and all your families are well and safe as well. Um, in the future, some of the future podcasts, I'm going to be talking about um, arrow construction. I'm going to be looking at, I will be talking about bow setups slightly and some tips on, on that, but I'm going to be uh, focusing mainly on um, arrow construction because I've had a, some requests about um, how I go about making uh, wooden arrows. So um, for those who are interested in wooden arrows or maybe you're making some wooden arrows thinking of making some wooden arrows um it might be of interest to you but in the meantime stay safe keep well and uh thanks for listening as i said if you have got any questions if you do want to get in touch please do it's it's nice to hear from you guys um it's um rich who runs um Archery Geek Outdoors podcast. He's mentioned me a couple of times because he's been listening to some of our podcasts on coaching. Um, I really hope that they're helping. Um, if anybody out there is struggling or uh, wants to have a chat or agrees or disagrees with what I'm saying, let me know. You know, um, off the airshelf.com, you can reach me on that or you can get me off off the airshelf at yahoo.co.uk. That's all one word off the airshelf at yahoo.co.uk. But in the meantime, uh, stay safe. And as I said, where tips are concerned, my tip for this one is very much thinking about the coach that you're working with and uh, give some thought as to whether they're more of an instructor. More of, or more of a coach that will actually coach your development. Stay safe. Take care. Uh, I could, I'd probably do the usual thing of saying something along the lines of shoot straight and have a good time, but uh, you should already know that. I'm wishing you all the very best. Thanks for listening to this podcast. If you'd like to get in touch with any questions or suggestions for future podcasts, then drop me a line. My email address is off the arrow shelf at yahoo.co.uk that's off the arrow shelf at yahoo.co.uk or you can check out the website off the shelf.com I'm also on Twitter and Instagram thanks for listening